something special for this month in partnership with Vancouver Asian Heritage Month Society, Exploration Festival, and CITR 101.9 FM. Every week in May, Filipino Fridays podcast will be featuring emerging Filipino artists to perform live music sessions at the CITR Lounge. Make sure to tune in every Monday to discover over a dozen up-and-coming Filipino AX artists across multiple genres. And you heard it here to close Asian Heritage Month. Artists from the series will be playing a grand finale live show, so watch out for the announcements for when the tickets go live. The first artist in our music series is a contributing soul to Vancouver's music culture for nearly a decade. Filipino-Canadian artist Cardius King offers a message of love and sovereignty to her community. Through her collaborations with producer and longtime friend Within Roots, they have cultivated and continue to create a repertoire that uplifts and empowers. Influenced by indie R&B and alternative pop, her creative efforts cut through the woes of modern distraction and bring us all back to our infinite possibility. Cardius King here in the studio performing live with the song, You Are. Whenever you're ready, take it away. your mind's been holding on to you are a maker you are a creator you are the purpose you are the gift come on and open up jump on in for a minute Remember how you are infinite and vast Could you ponder for a moment to witness how this love of yours lasts Beyond this life you belong to those flashing lights Made of stars you are Made of stars Beyond this life you belong to those flashing lights Made of stars you are So wake up And know that it's all for love It's all of you Oh, it's all of you So wake up And know that it's all for love Trust It's all for you
wake up Know that it's all for love It's all of you Oh, it's all of you So wake up Your mind's been holding on to You are a maker You are a creator You are the purpose yeah, You are the gift Come on and open up Jump on in Hey everybody, welcome back to Filipino Fridays. We're so excited to bring to you the Filipino Fridays Music Lounge Series in partnership with the Exploration Festival. I'm your host, Archie, with... Chia. And today we have, as our guest, a wonderful artist named Cardius King, who just recently performed You Are. And we're going to talk a little bit with our special guest. So, Cardius, tell us a little bit about yourself and your music and your influences behind your artistry. Um, a little bit about myself, I guess, like, as a Filipino with a guitar. I don't know. That's just how it starts, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the literally, dance. people are like, Filipino, do you sing? I'm like, yeah. Like, do you play guitar? Like, yeah. Do you dance? Do you dance too? Play yeah, I love dancing. I love, yeah, all those things. Is that, like, what is that? <laughs> Actually, now I'm, like, questioning if, like, that's me or something, you know, taught. But I love it, so I don't know. It's just in there. Um, yeah, I guess, like, kind of brought up. Uh, Catholic and kind of like finding my own way to my own relationship with spirituality. Um, I had experienced like youth group, like YFC and stuff. And that feeling you get like during like what they would call like worship kind of thing is like I experienced that like on my own while cleaning my house one time and just like listening to Bonnie Vare and like up in the woods. And you're literally just repeating that one line. But it was like yeah, there's just like a frequency that happens in, in that kind of space. And then I also noticed as I started playing shows with like a band that I was in, uh, Community Trees, um, same thing, you know, like your live music, like you're, everyone's communally there for the purpose of like music and like whatever. And they, they're like, you're just, everyone's present, you know, and, and especially when they know the songs and they're singing, it's, you like everyone's channeling their energy and it's it's undeniable that frequency that you kind of feel and that's kind of what I was like yeah I want to cultivate this space and I noticed like uh in high school I would like or like middle school and high school so middle school is like punk emo music <laughs> and then like high school <laughs> yeah 100% <laughs> and then high school is like R&B slow jams and I could I'm like super sensitive like I'm just like a super sensitive human and like I started noticing how much my mood and like energy was like influenced by this, like by music that I was listening to. And so I thought like now kind of getting more into the driver's seat with like the intention of why I wanted to be in this space. I was like, imagine, like imagine listening to something that was like empowering and like reminding you of like your infinite potential like and how that could subconsciously shift your life kind of thing and it's been doing it for myself like 
I write these songs and as much as I'm like, yeah, these are, you know, like hopefully serve other people, like it's a lot of it is a reminder for myself to kind of check in. And so that's kind of where I am now. And like it's kind of evolved into, yeah, this kind of space of just stepping into remembrance of, you know, the divinity and infinity we hold. Yeah. Tell us a story about your next song. So this next song, uh, it's so funny. So I have this, I don't even know what the parts that I should talk about, shouldn't talk about. But basically I had this song that I was really excited about and it got um, used for something else. And then I was like, okay. And then, um, <laughs> it's just so cryptic. But uh, it was just like, kind of like, okay, well, like, like, let's make a new song kind of thing. And I had to let go of my attachment to the other one and literally be like, allow myself grace of like, hey, there's going to be more. Like, there's we can make more great music. Like, it's not... Sometimes things are, shif- like, shifting around to make space for other things to come into your life. Um, and this song kind of... Yeah, this song is kind of that. And it, I feel very... Uh, much aligned with it and like it's I feel like encompasses more of like the beliefs that I uphold now and want to share with others so yeah it's unreleased I'm not sure when it's come out it's probably going to come out with like an album but um yeah (laughs) well Filipino Fridays fam you got the hot scoop right here with an unreleased (laughs) song uh please welcome Cardi's King featuring Endless just gotta hydrate. Don't get hydrate, guys. Got <laughs> that water bottle and some Let's get
Even if we forgot, we are sovereign beings, and we are connected to everything, leading us always home, running to the unknown, coming to your own no rush, cause you never know what you'll find, running to the unknown, coming to your own no rush, cause you never know what you'll find. This Make sure you come through and watch Cardi's King on our live stage showcase June 13th at Fortune Sound Club. Wow. Oh, thank you so much. This was so, I said this in the beginning when I came in, but this is so, so special to be here. And it's such an honor for, to share this space with you and for what you guys do and what you're making, what you're building. So thank you. Thank you for gracing us, blessing us with your presence. Um, Do you have a little, a few more minutes for us to chat a little bit? You know, I I think you guys can hear it. I think you can hear it, fam, in the music, in the way. You can Um, feel that energy. Yeah. (laughs) There is just such a profound ethereal depth, you know, that we just receive from hearing you perform, hearing you sing, hearing you play. You know, um, tell us, yeah, tell us a little bit more. Let's let's uh, peel the layers mm-hmm. <laughs> of Cardius. Yeah, like yeah. what sorts of, pra- like what, whether it's inner work or self-practice that really um, influences in the way that you write music, in the way that you create. How does that all come together for you to be able to express yourself fully, unapologetically in, in sharing your message, in sharing your story? Tell us a little bit about that. And just so genuinely, too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of it is I've been coming into my own situation and, like, awareness of, like, how I am and who I am and how I want to show up in the world kind of thing. And I think a lot of it was, like, 
kind of breaking through the mold of a lot of conditioning, limiting beliefs kind of thing. Um, coming from the, like I moved from the Philippines, we immigrated here when I was one and a half. So like, I, it's like one of those things where you're like, I don't know where I belong. Like, I don't know. Do you know your roots? You know? Um, like I was born in Manila. Um, but, you know, leaving there at one and a half and then coming here and but not being from here, like yeah. it was just this whole, which is a beautiful experience for me because um, it allowed me to not kind of be attached to anything in that sense. And I always kind of knew like um, in, what's it called? Just like how I was within my family too. Like it was like, I didn't really feel like I belonged at like a, in a, as a child kind mm -hmm. of thing. And it's like, that's a weird thing to come into and to feel when you're like a, a young. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, especially cause it's like my siblings, they were a little bit older than me and they, you know, got to experience the Philippines and like, build friendships and really close relationships to our family so they weren't like ha like really excited about moving away at such a young age um and and then it was like me I'm the youngest of three and I was you know like I am spoiled I am blessed gratefully like or immensely by my parents and they still like very much support me to this day which I'm so so incredibly grateful for um and yeah, it's just kind of, it's just so interesting because I've seen two like journal entries of like, you know, being in youth group and then like feeling like I belonged because it was like, oh, there's just people who want me here. And then kind of the minute that I was like questioning like who I was attracted to and like who I am like as like a representation of myself, it was like, oh, okay. So like it wasn't just like aligned with other everyone else. And that kind of like, you know, was like, okay, so this shoe didn't fit quite as well. Um, and even for a moment, like I lost like all kind of like belief in anything. And there's, like, there's always a dark period, you know? Um, and like I told my parents, like, you know, like, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe in the Catholic church. I don't believe in like, you know, like God, like I, what is God and all this stuff. And they were just like, obviously like they were, they're very, very um, committed to their faith. And like, I see how it um, enlightens their life kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I had this period and, and they really were like, well, just please, like, just still believe in God. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> like, it's always like, figure. just pray about it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. But like, there is a lot of truth to the essence of what they do and what they believe in. And I had this moment where like, um, I really like I was working at a job that like, just like I felt drained and like, you know, exhausted and like my how I was showing up wasn't this person that I wanted to show up as. And people started noticing it and like talking to me kind of thing. And I was like, oh, wow. And it was kind of this thing where like I just really got pushed to the edge and and I was like, okay, I'm going to quit. And then I was like kind of like obviously concerned about finances kind of thing. And the moment that I was like, I was walking to work like in like the motion of like committing to quit. And but I had that question of like, what am I going to do financially? And literally when that thought happened, there was just like this knowing this like it's not like I heard a voice, but it was just like this knowing of like trust. And I looked down right at that thought of a moment, and I found fifty dollars on the ground. Wow! Like not even a two D. It was a it was a red bill. It was a red bill. You ask and you shall receive. Yeah, and so it was kind of like I was like, whoa, okay, what is this? Like, what is this exterior? Like, or this like? What is this moment? Higher? This what is this? Yeah, yes. like what is this higher energy or like presence that's like supporting me in this moment where I feel very vulnerable? 
Um, and then that kind of was how I unfolded into like my understand, like more things were kind of revealing itself with the same message of like, you were loved, you were supported, and it doesn't have to be in some defined finite you know, label, like, it's, like, it's not at all about that. It's, like, it's just, like, infinitely there for you. And that's kind of how, like, Never Gone, my first, like, single kind of came about kind of thing. And, yeah, and since then, I've just been, like, really just, like, unpacking myself and, like, questioning, just, like, checking in, just literally checking in. I think that's what has driven a lot of this now for me is, like, I have these moments where... I can feel like previous um, thought patterns come up of like, ooh, like, okay, I'm gonna stress out about this thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to control like my application for this thing or like how this show's gonna go. And then, and every time it's like, you always have these expectations and they always shift and they always evolve kind of thing. And, or they don't let up to how much you like expect them to like turn out and I found what I was saying earlier is that I found um, so much more freedom and peace when you just like let go and you surrender to like whatever's in front of you and you know that like you're nowhere else but here and like there's nowhere else for you to be but here and like if you can find the simplest joys in like the most littlest things like you know like that's kind of where heaven is like heaven is a place on earth you know and that kind of has helped me a lot with writing as I mentioned before where it's like kind of surrendering to the process and just like it's okay it's okay how it is right now it's okay if you're in turmoil because everything's impermanent and like except for you like you you're just experiencing it all and like there's this quote that someone shared, someone really close to me shared with me that was, um, you are the sky, everything else is just weather. You know, like, mm -hmm. you're always gonna be here. And even in that song, Endless, where it's like, um, let whatever come, come, you will still be here. That came to me when I was standing in the rain one time, cause I, I don't know, like it's a Filipino thing. My parents are like, hey, like cover your head. Like you're getting sick. Like, yeah, and I'm like, but yeah, there's yeah. like, you know, Caucasians running in the rain and they're fine <laughs> and they're healthy, you know? Like what's going on? They're not getting sick. It's that superstition. Right super, super, yeah, hundred. Um, and I, so yeah, and then I took a moment to like just stand in it and just be in it and then like feel this experience of like water on my skin, like, and just like, you know, without any, you know, desire to like escape it or whatever and I like just took a deep breath and that's what that's literally what came into my mind it was like let whatever come come like you will you will still be here so yeah beautiful I, I think that's that's a wonderful um a wonderful thing that we can all take away from this right it's like with with the one life that you have and instead of ever worrying about the things that we can't control or stressing ourselves out um draining our energy of things that you know could easily change or um things that we aren't prepared for but when we just become present and when we're in the moment and we treasure whatever um, experiences that come our way right it's it just becomes a part of you and you create your own universe mm -hmm. and you're, yeah. yeah, you create your own happiness, even with the most simplest of things. Yeah, it's so. pretty much just grounding yourself in gratitude and in the moment, right? 
Yeah, that's why it's called the present, because it's a gift. Yeah, <laughs> Beautifully said. Yeah. Where can people find you? Yes. You can uh, you can find me on all streaming platforms, um, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Tidal, whatever you use, YouTube. Um, I need to I need to give a little bit more love to my YouTube page, but um in time. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Yeah. Well yeah. everyone's Instagram gonna be falling too, in love yeah. with your voice after this episode. So <laughs> what is next? You know, what do you have coming up? Um, I have a couple shows coming up. Um, I'm trying to do, uh, I mean, I had plans to do a more of like a pop-up acoustic solo tour on the island, but it's kind of shifted a little bit, but uh, we will still be popping up um, in Tofino, Euclid, and Victoria um, with a homecoming show in Port Moody Yellow Dog with part of the proceeds going to um, the local food banks in the region because we heavily depended on them when we came here and it's a wonderful resource and um, yeah so with Share, the Share Food Bank so just wanted to kind of give it all back how I can. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming thank in. Thank you so much for having me. This is so, so sweet. Oh, <laughs> I loved it. What an incredible first start to our musical series. You are listening to Filipino Friday's Music Lounge series in partnership with Exploration Festival. Next up, we have another wonderfully talented musical guest. Whether it's a deep understanding of harmony or an acute ear for rhythm, Filipino-Canadian songbird Amber Bayani has a gift for coupling the technical aspects of singing with a modern approach to popular songwriting. She has been able to build a strong rapport with her listeners purely based off of her honesty and self-awareness. Here with me in the studio is Amber Bayani. Welcome to Filipino Friday. Yay. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. So please tell our listeners, you know, who you are, what you do, and your influences with getting into music. Hmm. Um, hi, everyone. My name's Amber Bayani. I am an R&B singer based here in Vancouver. And yeah, I've been singing since the wee little age of three. Um, and going into it, I mean, you know, growing up Filipino, we have the karaoke's in the house. Yes. It's, it's not a party unless there's lumpia yeah. and karaoke, you know. Um, but yeah, I was in... Um, my parents put my sisters and I in Filipino Sunday school. Yeah, so every Sunday after church, we would go to just a random school in the middle of Saskatoon. Um, and the Filipino community there was really small. So everybody kind of knew each other. Um, and we would learn like the history of the Philippines, how to speak Tagalog, and just little little touches like that, which was really nice. And I'm glad um, I had growing up. But um, yeah, they had this year-end talent show. And yeah, I think I was about three at the time. And somebody, one of the teachers asked, oh, does anybody want to sing? And I'm like, okay, I will. And that just kind of started my whole singing journey. And yeah, my dad used to be, um, he used to teach Banduria. What's that? It's like, um, it's a 16 stringed, like, guitar. Whoa. Ukulele almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was Banduria, and then there was another one that's more shaped like a guitar. I can't remember the name, but also 16 stringed. And 
it would be like this band and he would he was like the director of that wow and he would teach that too so I got I got my musical side from him yeah and in terms of musical influences like who was that for you and also how does it play into your artistry and creating your music Mm -hmm. um so growing up you know the big powerful voices like Whitney Houston Celine Dion Mariah Carey um that was kind of my basis when I first started singing and then at around 16 is when I started writing and like making music more for myself instead of for my parents mm-hmm. um that kind of shaped the artist that I was that I am now mm-hmm. um and I think I picked my influences from like you know our 90s R&B yes. like Monica Tamia, Aaliyah yeah. um some of the influences I have today like I really look up to her Mm-hmm. another Filipino artist. She yes. is killing it. I love her so much. Um, and Sid, have you heard of her? Mm-hmm. She's the um, singer for the internet. Oh. And yeah. Wow. Her, her sound is just so, like, it's unique. Yeah. And I love it. Um, also, Janae Aiko. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, like, very... I want to say like twinkly kind of sound. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, Kehlani is also. Oh yeah, Kehlani, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were vibing to Kehlani because I guess she dropped a new album today. Is oh. it today or a new song? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's what we heard. Um tell us about the songs that you are performing for the in studio recording for this music series. Yay, okay. So um I have two songs for you guys today. One of them is called Something's Missing. Um so this one was kind of based on um, a relationship that I had that, you know, like... That something's missing. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Essentially, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, everything's good. Everything's good on paper. Like, ticks off the boxes, everything. But there's something, like, Mm -hmm. something that's missing. You can't put your finger on it. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of that internal monologue that you have with yourself that it's like, okay, I think... I think I need to finally admit to myself that like we can't progress anymore and that it's done and it's not your fault that things didn't work out. It's just that's the real truth now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody, please enjoy Something's Missing by Amber Bayani. Losing my mind 
but the feeling that we had is gone, gone. Oh, I'm trying to let you know it's hard for me to go, go on thinking something's missing. I've waited way too long. I need to be alone. It's hard to do, but something's missing. I'm trying to let you know it's hard for me to go. Welcome back to our Filipino Fridays Music Lounge series. And we are here in studio with Amber Bayani. Hello, hello. Oh, hi. Please tell us about your next song and the story behind it. Yeah. Okay. So this next song is called Candle in the Sun. <laughs> um, a lot of my songs, I'm in my feels a lot when I write. So it's very like, oh. Yeah, I'm in my field. Sad girl, sad girl. F the F. <laughs> as, as we mentioned in the show, that is that is our thing here. <laughs> feels the feels. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this one is about also a relationship that you kind of feel neglected. Mm. And this is, you know, setting that boundary and being like, you know what? I'm a priority too. And you need to show that more. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of holding that person accountable. And like, again, having those real conversations, like Mm -hmm. this is what I want. This is what I deserve. Yeah. This is what I'm worth. 
I gotta put me first, Lucius. <laughs> I don't know if you know that meme. Oh, no. There's a show called Empire. Um, it's over. Um, oh, yeah. And Taraji yeah. P. Henson, mm-hmm. like the running gif or meme, or meme, is like, I gotta put me first, Lucius. Yes. And that's yes. definitely the same vibe where it's like, hey, I'm, I gotta be a priority too. I'm important. I am of value. Yes. And so that's beautiful. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, please welcome Amber Bayani. Candle in the sun 
Wow, that was incredible, wasn't it? Again, that was Candle in the Sun by Amber Bayani. Back to our interview. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing. Um, You know, what was it like? You grew up Saskatoon, that's mm-hmm. not like that's not a city we usually think of. No, you usually <laughs> think like knows. Vancouver, Toronto, or Winnipeg. Toronto, Winnipeg. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that's the one. Edmonton, <laughs> <laughs> anywhere but Saskatoon. Yeah. Right? How how was that like growing up? And then uh, you've also uh, moved to other spaces. Mm-hmm. Like, how were you able to reconcile with your identity for every time you were in these different areas? Mm-hmm. What did that mean for you? Yeah. Um. So I. Was was born in Saskatoon. I lived there for 12 years. Um, and I think I mentioned this earlier. It was a very small Filipino community. Like everybody knew each other. Everybody was at the same like parties. And in school, I was like one of two Filipino kids mm-hmm. in my grade, the other Filipino kid being my cousin. Yeah. So <laughs> family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so it was a lot of, I want to say, it was kind of like hiding my Filipino-ness mm-hmm. when I was at school. You know, when you have your baon and it's like adobo or sinigang, you yeah. have to put it in the microwave and everyone's like, oh, what's that smell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, aren't you sick of eating rice mm-hmm. for lunch every day? I'm like, actually, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I would rather have my ulam versus your bland sandwich (laughs) yeah your basic sandwich yeah um so yeah that was kind of Saskatoon in a nutshell um but again bringing in the Filipino community um I was also put into like traditional folk dancing (gasps) very cool yeah that's so special I mean you wouldn't have expected in this you know town that you wouldn't expect like Filipinos but yet you were able to cultivate that part of your culture and mm-hmm. be involved in traditional folk dances yeah dang so you can bust out the tinikling then you know it <laughs> we love it we love to hear it we can do the tinikling and then um, have you heard of pandango sa ilaw yeah, 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 yeah we used to do that too and then we had the dances with like the pots stacked on our heads. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. Yeah. So would you say, you know, um, that part of your culture was continued to be fostered, mm-hmm. you know, as you're growing up then? Yeah. Right? yeah oh, I think so. that's beautiful. And obviously, like, what a blessing. I know some people uh, have grown up in spaces where they aren't, very, there are very little Filipinos mm-hmm. and there are there aren't any programs or workshops or places that they're able to express their culture. Yeah. So that's so special that you're able to do that growing up. Yeah. Right? No, it was such a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just learning the history behind the dances as well and like being in the really traditional costumes. They were so elaborate and like really fancy. And yeah, yeah it was just so fun. And you must feel proud. Yeah. To be Filipino. Of course. Everybody knew that once this it was like a multicultural festival that happened every year. Mm-hmm. And they knew that the Philippines one, the Philippines Pavilion was where it's at. It's lit. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> the Filipinos are thrown down. Yes. We know it. Don't deny it, friends. Come on. We bring the party. Yes. We bring the community. Hell yeah. <laughs> I guess like, you know, that's the most special part and why it's so important to continue to express our culture. Mm-hmm. Would you say? If you were to tell like the next generation today, you know, why is it important for you to continue to be in touch with culture? Why is it mm-hmm. significant for that to be close to your heart? What would you tell them? Um, I would say it's 
it's a part of you, you know, it's not something that you should be ashamed of. It's not something that you need to hide. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the more we express our culture and the more we're proud of it, yeah. it kind of brings us closer together, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and yeah, I mean, like when I first moved to Vancouver, um, Obviously, there's a lot more Filipinos here than there were in Saskatoon, but I feel like it was very kind of dispersed Mm -hmm. Um, and like having events and musical series like this one, just bringing the community together and uniting each other with our Filipinoness. I I think it's really important. And it's yeah. Would you be able to share maybe some inspirations for you who continue to inspire you in expressing your culture, whether it's being vocal about, yeah, Filipino representation, either in the music industry or even in the media? Yeah. Do you have any uh, inspirations that you tap into that continue to put you in awe and and empower you uh, in your power as a Filipino? Yeah. um, You know what? I think. Um, do you remember back in the day when it was like Jeremy Passion, yes. Gabe Bondock, mm-hmm. Jesse Barrera? Joseph <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So I think once I saw people like that be proud of their Filipinoness, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of inspired me to, you know continue to do that and then you see like big timers out there like her and Sawiti mm-hmm. talking about how they both love Sinigang yeah. um, I, I love that too and just to hear Filipino and Philippines just in mainstream media mm-hmm. I think is is super cool yeah like because growing up all that we had was what Leia Salonga yeah or even like I would say even for myself even though they're not Filipino it's just the fact that they were colored like Selena yeah. <laughs> like the Selena movie and yeah. like Jennifer Lopez was like good for me because we didn't have that mm-hmm. and it's so exciting to see now that you know people are more and more, are, are recognizing more and more all the Filipino talent mm-hmm. you know we've been here and in the way that we cultivate community and bring people together too um, it's exciting to see i think actually and we've we've echoed this in the show before there is now this energy this buzz uh, that people could feel within this generation. We could see it coming up in the new generation of so many people who are so empowered to be able to express their Filipino culture, mm-hmm. whether that's learning how to be Filipino, um, coming into terms or unlearning right? yeah. any mm-hmm. of the um, negative Filipino traits or toxic traits, yeah. right? Um, or even coming into terms with being guardians with their guardians for a family and helping them overcome the generational trauma or breaking the right, cycle. Right, right? Yeah. So it's so exciting now to see that obviously with the use of social media, people kind of doing their research a little bit more mm-hmm. and also being inspired, right? By people like you, you mm-hmm. know, somebody is going to say one day like, Amber Payani did that for me. Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's so beautiful to be able to see this now happen for our community, yeah. our people, mm-hmm. right? Has there ever been a time for you and I don't know if you've ever written that um, written about it uh, where your cultural identity was a focal point or a piece in your music Um, you know what I haven't done that yet but it is a goal of mine like I'm wanting to put something together with like the traditional like it's kind of like yeah yeah I've seen and heard uh, quite a few people do it on TikTok Mm -hmm. Um, and I think yeah just that idea of tying in 
the Philippine, the traditional Filipino sound to like modern R and B. I yeah. think would be so cool. And it is percussion. Yeah, right? yeah, it's part of it. Yeah, yeah. that'd be so cool. Uh, well, you got you. You guys heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are the first to know. <laughs> yeah, you got the scoop. We're gonna have a song one day with some traditional uh, percussion sounds. Yeah, right? it's coming. It's coming. What a beautiful way to also honor our ancestors. Mm-hmm. I think who was it that was who? I did speak with a music artist. Oh no, actually it was in regards to tapping. Our previous guest, uh, Romeo Reyes, who's a tattoo artist, was learning from his mentor, Lane Wilkin, who also specializes in hand poke tattoo. Oh, okay, yeah. And he said the most beautiful poetic um, note about, okay, when you hear of the tapping, of the hand poke tattoo, it is the same sound and the same tick that our ancestors had heard. Wow. And in the way that uh, we build our music with rhythm and percussion, it's like it's all part of our culture. It's all ingrained. Mm-hmm. And it has been passed down from ancestors to now. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful way to put yeah. that in with like tattoos and the tapping and the sound <laughs> of the tapping for the hand poke tattoo. So um, there is magic in, yeah, in the way that our ancestors have done music, in the mm-hmm. way that we're channeling that now. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's also kind of where I see many of our talented Filipino AX uh, music artists really channel that power, mm-hmm. right? by owning their identity, um, channeling the energy of their ancestors. They're able to fully express who they are completely through music, through arts, um, and be able to honor not only themselves, but the the foundation that their families have built for them, mm-hmm. right? How is it? Uh, tell us a little bit about your family and, you know, their support when it comes to your music. Obviously, your dad was an influence. Yes. And do you have any other siblings? I have six oh, siblings. Oh, wow. Yes. So you I, guys could be a full band. <laughs> have you done that? That's um, such a cheesy question. I'm sorry. You know what? I kind of I kind of coerced my sisters when we were younger oh. to, do, <laughs> to do YouTube videos with yes. me. So they're going to hate me for mentioning this right now but if y'all look up amber bayani on youtube you'll see yeah sorry guys i love you gosh you could have gone your own like s club seven band i love it (laughs) now it's like i'm aging myself but if you know you know if you know you know they were it okay (laughs) oh that's so beautiful actually yeah um but yeah i have my two sisters we're all two years apart and then i have two brothers on my mom's side Mm -hmm. and two brothers on my dad's side Mm um and I am a very musical person. I would say, uh, besides my dad, I'm like the only one, the only other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I try to like, you know, throw my hints in there. I'm like, hey, do you want to do you want to learn how to sing? I'll give you a singing <laughs> lesson right now. Do you want to learn how to play piano? I'll teach you. <laughs> and then they'll just like, oh my gosh, and seeing this again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, trying to recruit stop. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to recruit me to be her bandmate. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, my sister and I were eight years apart. And I always wanted to be her stage author <laughs> because my sister compared to when I was younger, I like went through lessons and stuff. But mm-hmm. compared to my sister, my sister is naturally musically inclined. Yeah. She learned, you know, piano and the organ <laughs> of all things just by ear on her own. Yeah. And then like wow. reading notes. So that's why I was always like, why don't you want to be a, s- a singer? <laughs> right. I'll support you. Yeah. Right. And she's like, Ate, can you just like not? 
what? I'm like, but you're so gifted. <laughs> she's so embarrassed. I, right now, she's not in the session. So, ha, you're going to hear this when it goes live, Cheeky. Sorry. My bad. Um, okay, lastly, um, what are things coming up next for you? Um, you know what? Things have been pretty slow. I'm not going to lie. I think I kind of took a step back in the pandemic when everyone was like, oh, yes, this is great. It's going to foster my creativity, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of struggling with it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like taking that time to, you know, really engage in more self-care. I mean, I do I do find music and singing and writing as a form of self-care mm-hmm. but yeah during this this weird period it just it was very mentally and physically exhausting yeah um, especially being a youth worker mm-hmm. so yeah I just kind of took a step back found the time and space to just be in a good mental state mm-hmm. and I feel like now we're getting there. And yeah, hopefully release more music, work on an EP or something. But yeah, I think, yeah, that time was much needed. And thank you for sharing that. That that was very, you know, thank you for being so brave for being open to that, because that's a reality for many of us. Mm -hmm. Right. Just because the pandemic happened doesn't mean that, like, you know, it was easy for many of us. A lot of us also struggled mentally. Mm -hmm. I had shared a podcast before. I had suffered from depression for a few months as well Mm -hmm. during the pandemic. And, you know, it it was a very challenging time. It disrupted our world. Mm -hmm. It disrupted our life. So, yeah, rightfully so. It's not easy for many of us but that's not to say that for so for many others who are able to you know do other things with it more power to you as well right and yeah we're excited for the next you know the next phase the next ep the next single drop so please tell our listeners where they can find you you can find me on instagram at amber bayani um that's also my handle for twitter and tiktok um on spotify apple music um pretty much anywhere you stream music hit up amber bayani and you'll find me there and for sure if you are in town in vancouver make sure to watch her um, during our live shows that are coming up. So please make sure to watch out for the announcements. Thank you so much to CITR 101.9 FM for continuing to support this podcast. You can catch Filipino Friday's podcast on CITR 101.9 FM every Monday at 11 a.m. Thank you so much for joining us, Amber. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us for the first of our Music Lounge series. We're back with weekly episodes dropping every week on Mondays this May in honor of Asian Heritage Month. We'd also like to greet our neighbors in the South. Happy AAPI Heritage Month. If you don't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Filipino Fridays Podcast. Click the bell button for notifications for when the live show tickets go on sale. Catch you in the next episode. This is your host, Archie, with Chia. Let's get it. Oh, 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 oh,